0: the hard shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on news talk and we are joined by uh, Pascal Donoghue the minister for public expenditure uh, natural development um, plan delivery and reform and minister it has been de rigueur for the past while any time a minister has been spoken to to begin with a question on rte would you be all right if we if we set that to one side and got r- right into the economics
1: i would welcome that on <laughs> <pom-pom. laughs> I would welcome that.
0: The government is going to break your own spending rules for a second year in a row um, because you have confirmed that core spending is to increase by 6.1%, slightly outside the the 4.5-ish five that we are told is the basic constraints. Can you explain the big blocks of the spending plan, what it consists of?
1: Uh, Indeed. Uh, So what we do in the summer economic statement, Anton, is just lay out how big the budget will be for later in the year. The budget will be announced in October uh, by the Minister for Finance, Michael McGrath and myself. The overall size of the budget will be €6.4 billion. Out of that, there will be €1.1 billion in new tax measures. And then the balance, €5.3 billion, will be in new spending measures.
0: Now, the reporting that says that you are going outside the the sort of straightened parameters that you are meant to stay within the 5%, can you explain the decisions around that and the veracity of it?
1: Sure. So the 5% rule that you're referring to is one that myself, Michael McGrath, uh, uh, created in 2020. Uh, We did that uh, because it's so vital. We don't allow day-to-day government spending to become dependent on corporate tax receipts that we may not have in the future and that Minister McGrath and myself believe we will not have in the future. So that's why we decided that government spending should only grow by around 5% per year. But we put in place that rule uh, after the pandemic uh, and before a war that we didn't see coming with an inflation impact that nobody could have predicted. Uh, because of that, uh, we are now growing spending by 6.1% for this year, which is ahead of the 5%. And the reason for that is if we were to go back to uh, 5%, it would mean that government spending uh, would lose its value in comparison to the impact of the rise of inflation that we've seen over the last two years and we'll see again next year. Now, can you expand so that's on why that? why we've made that change.
0: Can you expand on that a bit, Minister? Because it, there's an element of it which is counterintuitive, that the CBI said that they had concerns that if you went outside that 5%, that it could be pro-inflationary in what is already an inflationary environment. So yeah. given that one of your big concerns is inflation, have you worries that that may be the effect?
1: So we've acknowledged today uh, that there is an inflation risk with what we are doing. That inflation risk <clears throat> could be around 0.2% uh, in our overall inflation uh, within our economy. So that risk is there. That's what we, what we think it is. However, it should be said at the same time, two quick things. Firstly, uh, even after we have made these decisions, we will have a budget surplus for next year of €11.7 billion. Euro. That's money that we are not spending Next year, we want to set aside to look after our future, to deal with recessions of tomorrow, to deal with our economy and our society becoming older. We are choosing not to spend a vastly larger amount of money than is contained in the budget. And spending that money could have had a massive inflationary effect, and we are not doing that. And secondly, while there is, as I said, a degree of an inflation risk to what we are doing, If we were not to change spending in the way we are, it could run the risk that, for example, that those who need social welfare payments, those who are in fixed income within our society, would suffer the most from inflation going up next year. And uh, I don't want to see that happen.
0: Can we talk a little bit about that surplus and from whence it comes? Because whenever... Corporation tax is talked about whenever you're asked about corporation tax. It, we are warned this may be the the um, gift that ceases to give. What is it? Where is it that that uh, massive surplus has come from and why can we not rely on it into the future?
1: So uh, that surplus in the round uh, comes from where we are with corporate tax. The level of corporate tax that we now collect has doubled since around 2020. And uh, the reason why we believe it might not stay at the levels that it is at the moment is because the amount of tax you collect is by and large driven from the amount of profit that these very, very large companies are making. And we cannot assume that the level of profit that these large companies are making will continue indefinitely. We know that for every part of our economy, profits go up and profits go down. And we also know that a small number of companies are responsible for a lot of the tax that we collect. So for all of those reasons that we are saying, we are saying that uh, we are not spending that portion of those corporate tax receipts, which is around €12 billion, which we believe we will not have in the future.
0: Am I I right in saying, Minister?
1: From corporate tax.
0: Sorry, I got across you.
1: The surplus comes from a higher level of corporate tax and we believe that spending all of that higher level next year uh, could create really big problems for oh, us in the future that we happened, happened to us a decade ago. I don't want to see that happen again.
0: You mentioned the thing of, of uh, corporation tax coming, that the windfall coming from a relatively small number of companies. Am I right in saying that about half of it comes from fewer than 10
1: companies? That is correct. And that is why I'm making the case for not spending so much of that money.
0: And does that mean that you have an insight? I mean, it's an unusual position to be in when you look at a nation's economy. But do you have an insight then into, well, the reason we have this 11.7 billion surplus is because companies A, B and C did very well on products X, Y and Z?
1: So that information is not shared with us. So um, the reason for that is the principle of taxpayer confidentiality. Uh, I should never know uh, what is the level of tax that you pay, that any taxpayer pays or any um, uh, company pays. A politician should not know that. Who should know that is the revenue commissioner. They collect the tax, they decide what tax is. You, you, they are responsible for collecting tax on behalf of us all. So the revenue commissioner has that information and what they do is they provide that information to the Minister for Finance and he then publishes that information in a way that respects taxpayer confidentiality but allows us to understand exactly these risks.
0: But it does mean then that we are literally at a point where we are talking about, when you say about the the long-term reliability and predictability of the corporation tax, if a very small number of companies, if three or four companies, have a significant change to their fortunes, we will see it in a big chunk of our corporation tax receipts dropping.
1: And that is the risk, and that is the reason why we are making the case for not spending a large share of that money that we are collecting and instead putting it into a, a fund uh, to help us deal with another pandemic. God, for, God forbid that ever happening, but it's happened once before. It could happen again uh, or another big downturn within our economy. Have that money set aside so if the unthinkable happens again, and if we've learned anything, unfortunately, Anton, is that the unthinkable does happen, that we are ready to deal with the unthinkable and we're not reliant on 10 companies paying a lot of the tax that we need to pay for our day to day spending.
0: Now, obviously, part of the reason for the summer economic statement is to give predictability to the budgetary process and not to spring rabbit out of the hat as used to be the way back in the day. So I recognise that you're limited in the specificity that you can give at this stage. But can you give us a bit of a breakdown and a bit of an insight into how you see the spending being allocated and where the taxation is likely to go?
1: So, um, in relation to uh, taxation, uh, what the uh, government has already made the case for is we want to uh, do all we can to be in a place that if your employer gives you a wage increase, whether you're a, uh, whether you're a nurse, a carpenter, a teacher or an accountant, if they give you a wage increase, that you are able to keep as much of that wage increase as you can guess, keep uh, without having to pay higher taxes. Uh, just because your employer gives you a wage increase. And how we will do that will be laid out uh, on budget day and then in relation to spending... Uh, sorry, Minister,
0: we, just sort of, I, I, from my own understanding. So d- am I to infer into that that it is likely to be movement of tax bans?
1: Too early to say uh anton uh that work won't conclude until a week or so before the budget are lots of different ways in which that can be achieved we've made changes to usc in the past a lot of times we've made changes to tax credits and also to tax bans. um but all that work will be concluded as part of the budget itself
0: i'm sorry i cut across you with that question you were going to continue on on other aspects of the plan
1: no i was just going to make the point then on spending um actually um, the large areas of government spending uh, of which are relate to social protection they relate to health and they relate to education they're always big parts of the announcements that are made on budget day but obviously what we're particularly aware of at the moment is the cost of living particularly aware that inflation is still having an effect on households and on businesses at the moment and it's fair to assume that looking at how we can support uh, living standards at a time in which prices are going up Will be a big part of what we want to do in the budget
0: and to what extent will you be able to give guarantees that any of those interventions will be targeted at those who need it most and not broad brushstroke and therefore inflationary
1: so in last year's budget it was a mix um, it is a mix of measures that did help that were broad based and the reason for that is the inflationary effect was felt by all but then as we've moved into dealing with the return of high inflation. More and more of the measures were mixed uh, uh, by being targeted by being targeted at those who needed the most. And across April, May, June, uh, Minister Heather Humphreys, the Minister for Social Protection, made additional payments to carers, to families um, uh, with uh, who were looking after people who were vulnerable, who were ill, to carers, uh, to the elderly, to give them additional support at a time in which inflation was high. So we've done both. Uh, what the mix is going to be is uh, still a number of months away from deciding that on but what we're just laying out today is what would be the size of the budget itself. Uh,
0: two final things before I let you go, Minister, from, from other items within the programme where there were uh, economic or cost issues. One of those that was discussed was the increasing hotel prices and what impact that might have on our tourism industry. You were reported um, some years ago now to have, to use the colloquialism, gone up one side and down the other of the hotel industry over their pricing. Are you concerned that they're losing the run of themselves again?
1: I'm more than concerned Um, I'm appalled uh, that a small number of hotels are doing this again. Uh, The taxpayer uh, made a massive amount of support available uh, to our hospitality sector. It is a wonderful part of our economy. The people who are in it work so hard. It's so important to how our country is perceived and how people feel when they come to Ireland. And a very small number of uh, hotels are really letting it down for everybody else. Uh, this is all about the Taylor Swift gigs that are going to be happening next year. Uh, these are going to be great concerts. They'll be full of people enjoying themselves. And there'll be people travelling to Dublin and elsewhere, from elsewhere in Ireland, to go and see her play. And people travelling to Ireland to go and see uh, Taylor Swift perform. And the idea that they will be uh, um, have to pay such Terrible prices across that weekend, uh, I think is terrible. There's still time, however, to rethink And I would urge those small number of hotels to do it.
0: And the final thing then, Minister, we were speaking earlier to Dr. Brendan O'Shea, who's Assistant Professor for Public Health and Primary Care at Trinity uh, in relation to the increased cohort of children who will now be eligible for free GP care, the 78,000 and the extension to the GP scheme or the medical card scheme. And he said that it was wonderful as long as the funding was there to respond to the increased workload that it will bring for primary care and for GPs. Can you give that assurance?
1: Yes, it's been a big part of the engagement that we've had with the IMO as part of this deal, and then also other engagement that we've had with them. Uh, we now have overall a package of supports of around €30 million Euro, and also a commitment to use that money to recruit and, and, and retain additional staff in our GP surgeries to do our best to deal with that issue. Uh, we are very conscious that with a big change in affordability, there could be probably will be a higher level of demand. And one of the reasons it's taken a lot of time to conclude this negotiation is the IMO understandably wanted commitments in relation to more GPs and additional funding to support the GPs that are there. And that is part of this agreement.
0: Minister, thank you very much for your time on the show this evening. That is Pascal Donoghue, Minister for Public Expenditure, National Development Plan Delivery and Reform. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy. With Nissan. Weekdays from 4. On News Talk.